With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wow, wow, wow. very nice. Hello and welcome back to the Liverpool Groove. It's a brand new year and it's our first one of the year. Really happy to be back. Uh, we had a good little break over Christmas and it's now time to get back to business. Big game coming up tonight for Liverpool. Carabao Cup, first leg semi-final. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Looks like we're going to have a pretty strong lineup out for it. Uh, by the of it, Alisson might be starting. Trent could be playing, so... Looks like we're going stronger for it than, um, than we would normally for the League Cup. Uh, you're looking forward to the game, Neil? Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, uh, going back for the last two or three years running my group Data to Believers, I've always been a strong sort of advocate for us going for domestic trophies because I'm a big supporter of Liverpool are there to win trophies. I went to the, the Carabao Cup final in 2016, Klopp's first final that we lost on penalties to Man City. And I cannot handle the fact of seeing Pep and all them plastic gets, you know, with the fact we bumped into fans on the way there that had literally... You've been given complimentary tickets free from McDonald's. I mean, they weren't even proper Man City fans. So, I mean, for, for them to clean sweep the domestic trophies, it annoys me. And this is the first time I have actually seen Klopp not just take the League Cup seriously, but also the FA Cup. I was really surprised by that lineup against Shrewsbury. I'm sure you was yourself. I mean, that was very, very strong. You know, Van Dyke captain, Canate partnering him at centre-back. Uh, really strong, uh, Bobby Firmino coming on, stuff like that. So I actually think this could be a year, and I said this on a previous podcast here, where we could win a lot of trophies if we just put out our best, not even our best side, a mixture. I mean, it's like tonight, you just said yourself there, Alisson should be returning. Uh, obviously, we've got no Salah and Marnie, and let's not even get me started on the African Cup of Nations because <laughs> that's an absolute <laughs> joke. Oh, uh, but uh, we'll talk about that probably at the end, but... Uh, yeah, so tonight, strong lineup. Go for it. Get Arsenal. Because this is Arsenal's last chance of a trophy. This is it. They're, they're going to come all out. They will play their strongest 11 because he has to win something because you cannot stay at Arsenal going years without a trophy. Uh, and also because it's their last chance. So Arsenal will know they've got the second leg at the Emirates. I mean, I've got it on my bets tonight to be a both-scoring game. Uh, but I think we'll nick it 3-1. And, it, and again, it goes back to what Klopp thinks. I think because of COVID and the fact that players are missing now, not just through injury, he needs to keep the minutes going in the legs of some of our top players. So tonight, I expect the lineup to be more as Alisson, Trent. I'd say it'd be Kanatin and, and, and Van Dijk again. No, in fact, it'd be, it's Matip Fitty, isn't he? Yeah. I think Matip will return tonight, sorry. So I'd say Trent right back, can Matip and Van Dijk centre off. I think it will be Costas left back. I don't think he'll play Robertson again. I'd like him to, but I just think Costas will play tonight. The midfield three will be Curtis Jones. Navigators away, obviously. Curtis Jones, Oxlade-Chamberlain, Henderson would be the three probably tonight. I don't know whether Fabinho will play. I don't know. Front three. I know, is Origi still injured? He is, isn't he? I think so, yeah. So, front three tonight will be Jota, would be Firmino, and it's going to have to be either Taki Minamino up there 
uh, as in, in part of the front three attacking, or it could be uh, he did play Oxlade Chamberlain there. I know, I know, Pep Linders brought him on as an attacker against Chelsea, which I couldn't understand. So anyway, tonight I really hope we just go all out, get the get the tie at least two 0 I'd take, and then go back to the Emirates and just sit on the counter attack and just have them. But we'll see. Yeah, I completely agree. I think that would suit us perfectly. Getting nice, nice two goal cushion at least. Yeah. in tonight's game and then go to Emirates where we can sit back and relax, let them attack us. We know how good we are when teams try and attack us. We can hit them on the counter. We're, we're so good at that. So it'll play into our hands so much going into the second leg if that was the case. I agree with the squad choices mainly. Um, I think with, with his performance from the weekend, he might be looking at maybe starting uh, Gordon again, maybe. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not. I forgot about him, actually. Yeah, he played really well, didn't he? Yeah, he was, he was fantastic. But oh, I think... No one really put a foot wrong against Shrewsbury, I think, with the exception of their goal. Uh, Kanate obviously fell asleep a little bit for that. Um, but other than that, we we didn't have too many problems. Um, Shrewsbury, to the credit, when they did get a chance to have the ball, we were quite good with it, to be fair. Um, they, were a, they were a good little side. I, I, yeah, I they scored a good goal as well, yeah. Yeah, it was a really good goal. I thought it was a, a, yeah, well like a proper FA Cup tie. Yeah. Um, which you don't really get much these days, and I think it goes back to what you're saying, where normally we'd be putting like mostly reserves out for the game and it kind of takes away that feeling the FA Cup but going with the team did it gave it that it felt like a bit of magic again it gave Shrewsbury hope as well I think by thinking we're playing against Van Dijk we're playing Canate you know for me now that's what they live for these players they're not yeah. going to get another yeah. chance to play against the them FA players Cup, I think the FA Cup's been resumed this year it's been amazing I mean some of the results have been amazing Cambridge beating Newcastle Kidderminster now at West Ham. But one thing I will say, which I think everybody even watching this later on when it's when it's gone put on YouTube and stuff will agree, we're the best fans in the world. Regardless of what side that gets put out tonight at Anfield, that place is packed to the rafters. Now, I watched Man United uh, versus uh, Villa and there were so many empty seats. They're not even filling their ground anymore. Man City can't fill their stadium. I can guarantee you tonight, even last year when I worked at Anfield, when we played Shrewsbury or the year before, whatever it was, when we played them, it was a 23 side and Anfield was 53 fans. Absolutely outstanding. And the fact that they are just so loyal to whatever side goes out. And I was in Scotland for the Leicester game and I couldn't believe the noise second half at Anfield and the cop and just willing us forward. And it was just an amazing night. So, Listen, I was at the five-all game. I think it was in the same competition. One against Arsenal. One it was. It, was that Carabao? Was that FA Cup? Yeah, that was five, Carabao. Five. Yeah. yeah, and it was an amazing night. So anyone going to the game tonight, have a great, safe journey to the ground and stuff, and bring back the bring back the win. That's what I'd say to that. Absolutely. Um, just going back to the Shrewsbury game for a moment. Um, I think, like I say, the, the youngsters played really well. The yeah. combination of I think it was Owen Beck set up the goal for yeah. Katie Gordon. Um, was was great to see. That's exactly why they're in the squad. Um, it it's looking great, and I think they they deserve the chance to to go forward. Cardiff's a really good tie in the fourth round. Yeah, Anfield as well. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to another similar team there. It's it's weird. This is probably the first time since Klopp where we've been given home ties quite a lot in the in the cup yeah. draws. If we didn't have that, we've always been away, haven't we? It's just yeah. it's just so nice. And just going back to, uh, to to Gordon, I read a piece the other week by Wayne Rooney. And Rooney said that he was training when he just took over at Derby, he was training with the first team. And Rooney said that he was the most talented a talented footballer he'd ever seen for that age. 
sat and they were fuming uh, that we'd actually got, got him off. I think, you know, we paid £2 million or something like for him, which is an absolute snip. So this lad could go on. I think he's similar to Raheem Sterling. I think he could go on to be a little bit like him. Do you know what I mean? One of them breaking through 17, 18 years old and, and going on to be, hopefully not a rat like he is, but, you know, <laughs> but in terms of a, a breakthrough like Harvey Elliott, let's hope he gets back soon as well. So, yeah, Shrewsbury's great performance. Tyler Morton, I forgot about him. I think he probably will start tonight now, coming to think of it. Uh, I really like him as a player, the way he passes the ball. It's so like Steven Gerrard. He just whips it straight out. Uh, honestly, we've got some... It's, it's rocking a hard place in terms of signings because I think we need signings at the moment. But you can see why they've got faith in the academy when we're producing kids like we are at the moment. Yeah, completely agree. Like you say, rocking a hard place at the moment. Um, we did definitely need signings. I think nobody will disagree with you there. But at the same time, like you say, you've got to sort of balance it where... If we get new signings and these kids are never going to get a chance to prove that yeah. they're Liverpool quality. If we had assigned two midfielders in the summer, Tyler Morton wouldn't be getting game time now and proving exactly. that he belongs. Exactly. So, I mean, just going on to that point, point, Jay, I was saying the other day, why are we postponing games for COVID just because a few first-team players are out? In my opinion, wouldn't it be great to see games where six of the first team is missing and you're playing some of your 23s. Some, how many kids could break through because of COVID? And it could just turn a negative into a positive where, hang about, this lad wouldn't have played three games in a row had it not been for a free positive test in that position or whatever. And you get a lad bursting on the scene at Man City or at Liverpool or at Man United, all because of this. Just play. You've got 23, you've got what, a 25 to 30 man squad for the first team. You've got a whole 23 squad. Games shouldn't be getting called off. I don't care about they say oh quality would be lesser. Why would it? These are these are Premier League football players. Even you know in in the lower you know in the twenty threes, they're not going to be crap players. The quality's not. We've shown that. Look at the Everton game. We beat Everton with our kids. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. So to me, and that was a great game. It was to me. I believe going forward, whilst COVID is here. Play whatever side you have got available. You're not going to have 11 first-team players out of COVID. It's not going to happen. So even if it's two or three or four, don't call off games. Play it and let's see these kids. Let's give these kids a chance. And I'd love to see you come out of it. It'd be great. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. I think you've only got to look at the Chelsea game. I can't. I think they played, was it Cheltenham or something at the weekend? Yeah, yeah. And I think the right-back Hall got man of the yeah. match. That's he's it. A kid. And he would never like, have played. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I think... couldn't agree more. I think it's it's, like you say, these kids need game time and yeah. they're only going to get more of it because of COVID. So let's, like you say, let's turn a negative into a positive and let these kids yeah, show that yeah. they can... For play. everyone, the supporters as well have been through a lot. I mean, I've got a lot of family in Scotland and they've had their games behind closed doors again, you know, and it's killing their mental health. Just just get football back on. Everybody's been vaccinated. Give these kids a chance. Keep the games going. I've actually loved the football. I, I mean, I'm fuming. I watched the game last night with Tottenham Chelsea. And I had both the score in the Barcelona-Real Madrid game and the Inter Milan-Juventus. That all came in and I just needed a Tottenham goal. <laughs> VAR ruled three out, didn't it? Yeah. VAR cancelled two penalties and the goal by Harry Kane. So I was throwing things in the room. <laughs> I love football. That's what I'm about. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to tonight's match. And again, I can't wait to see what we go for. But we've got to win trophies this season. I said it on my video yesterday I did on my group. Uh, it's... It, it's not good enough to win a, that we've only won this amount of trophies with Klopp. He's a genius. We have to back him now in the transfer market. We have to say, there you go. You've only, we've only got, what, two and a half seasons left of him? I mean, come on. Give the man what he needs. Let's get another couple of titles and at least a few domestic cups because he cannot leave Liverpool 
with only what we've done so far, in my opinion. No way. No, it'd be a travesty. It was, speaking it? speaking of Bachanum, not necessarily transfer window wise, but obviously the big story at the moment is Mo Salah and his contract situation. Yeah, uh, reporters are saying he's asking for four hundred grand a week. What, what's your take on that? Um, well, uh, yeah, fresh in my mind, I did a video this morning about it. Uh, basically, what my opinion is this: I think they've looked at Arsenal a little bit, FSG, and looked at the situation with Abamyang and Mesut Özil because they were demanding the biggest wage at the club. And then soon as it signed, they tailed off. Yeah. Now, I think what it is, is FSG are looking at it like this. Look, Mo Salah's still got two years left on his deal, right? If he is still doing what he is doing now, next season, we can give him that contract that he wants. What we're worried about is two years is a long time in football. In a way, he, 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 I know he's amazing. I don't think he will tail off. I, I think the contract needs signing now. But my point is this, as a business point of view, they're looking at, I think it's 82 million over the, his contract will cost. They're thinking, right, do we wait a year? If he's still doing it, okay, we'll give him that. This is why Klopp keeps saying it's, it's all right, we're fine. I think there's a, a deal in place where if he's continuing these numbers going into this year, going towards the back end of the season, I think the deal will be done in the summer. That's my opinion. I think if he goes into this half of the year and keeps hitting them numbers, He'll get his deal. There's no rush. I don't know why everybody's panicking. He has not got six months left on his deal. He has two years. Yeah. So in my opinion, just let FSU... What I always say this to the supporters. Watch the film Moneyball. Watch the film Moneyball. It's the way they operate. They did it with baseball. The New York Yankees were spending, I think, £250 million on their squad. And the one that won the uh, the one that did break all their records was doing it on budgets, I think, about £1.8 two million and it's because what they did was they sold stars and then brought in the next star so FSC got a, a lineup for a replacement in a year I don't know maybe they want Erling Haaland not saying they're going to get him because I don't think they will but my point is if that's their game plan we've been saying this we all love Mo he has to sign but we have been saying this we can't keep thinking that these three are going to last forever because they're not so we've got, at some point, think of the next Mo Salah, the next Sadio Mane, the next Bobby Firmino. So if you're saying to me, we've got 85 million to tie Salah down, do it. But then if they're thinking, well, we need that 85 million for Erling Haaland. I'm thinking to myself now, or more, we put 50 million towards it. I don't know. That's the only way they'll get away with it. Because if they sell Mo Salah, they're going to come in for shit. Yeah. If, they, if they do not sign his contract, they're going to come in for shit. So it's, for me, it's, they're, gonna, they're ruthless anyway, FSG, you know they are. I mean, oh, yeah. to me, I think this has got my gut feeling he'll sign in the summer. They want to see if he kicks on this year. Yeah, I mean... Another th- six months. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think there's, there's going to be a reason why the club aren't panicking, why Jürgen Klopp isn't panicking. There's either going to yeah. be something in place or he knows that the proper discussions are going to happen in the summer, maybe, yeah. like you say. Yeah. Um, I think, do you think there's maybe an element of not wanting to disrupt sort of the hierarchy, if you like, as well. Obviously, we've got uh, well-known to have the wage structure and stuff like that. I understand like that. the wage structure, but then again, there's different... Listen, I, I heard some talk sport yesterday. Everyone going to say, yeah, but then you'll get, you'll get, you know, someone else saying they want 400. Listen, someone else isn't Mo Salah. Mo Salah is asking for the wage based on his contributions. He's had 29 goal, goal contributions this season already, including the goals he scored. So I think he's like... His numbers are Ronaldo messi now. Right, so they're the only three that can command that wage. Unless someone, if Jota comes up in two years' time and he's ram, ramming in thirty a season, not a problem. And he's hitting 15, 15 assists a season, not a problem. But he's not near that numbers. He, he looks like he could go on and be yeah, one definitely. of them players. 
But my point is, until you can provide, they, they can't. The FSC can't say no because all that, all his, all of his agents going to say, look, you you want to lose that. Liverpool lose that, you could lose the top four. You're going to lose millions out of Champions League revenue. You're going to lose the chance of winning trophies, which can earn you millions. I mean, Manchester City have just overtook Man United in terms of income. I seen that yesterday. Oh, and that, I mean, we all know about their dodgy sponsorship deals yeah. and all that. But I mean, it's because they're always winning trophies. It's because they're always in the Champions League. And that makes a massive thing to your revenue. So in a way, he's an investment for your business. You sign Mo Salah. He's going to get you the goals. It gets you the money to win your Champions League, to win your league titles. To get So in a way, it's an investment. It's like if you've got machinery, you buy the best machine to produce the best products. So if you want to get revenue into your company, into your business, you have to have the best bits possible. And Salah is the best goal scorer on the planet at the moment. So you give him what he wants. Simple as that. Yeah, absolutely. And you talk about revenue. You lose Salah. You lose the... You lose the support of a whole country you lose Egypt then doesn't care yeah, about yeah. Liverpool think of the shirt sales I'd love to know that it never comes out does it wonder, wonder what the Salah shirt sales are around the world it'd be astronomical <laughs> like I say he's a god in Egypt he's going to be getting it, taught be in king. schools in Egypt they're going to be talking uh, teaching kids about Mo Salah in schools that's how big of a pair well, of an have you not seen you not, remember that George Weah that used to play for AC Milan and Man City yeah, yeah. Chelsea or Chelsea he's the, pre- he's the president of Libya yeah, like, this is what this is. Well, yes, this is what I mean. The Salah could be that he could go over back to Egypt, be the bloody king if he wanted to. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> even though really their good. team, like I said, don't get me started with African nations. Their team are so crap. Oh I mean, my god! I think he got two touches in the first half. I was like, <laughs> ah, they're playing on a sandpit. I mean, that bit with the oh, where the ref blew for full oh. time twice. I mean, oh, you, anyway. you know what? You had you had like African journalists and stuff saying that. Klopp is disrespecting the African Cup of Nations and the rest of Europe's disrespecting the African Ian Cup of Wright, Nations. Ian Wright called it racist, didn't he? The fact that yeah. nobody nobody gave it the time of day. I bet he's like, oh, no, like, oh God's <laughs> sake, what the African, the African Cup of Nations is disrespecting itself <laughs> by being so shit. It's five, honestly... five, five footballs were flat and they were like looking around going, I'll put a status up on Facebook saying, has anybody got a spare pump I'm asking for my mate of the AFCON? <laughs> Oh, Honestly, I think football. there's been what, I think there's been six goals across like eleven games. One nil. Like so there's been I think seven one nils. <laughs> Honestly, mate, I've been I've been putting no to all my goals galore on it, and they're all coming in. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's just shocking, mate. It's it shocking. is. I watched a bit of one the other day, and it was just <laughs> I think there was about seventeen people in the stadium, and every one of them had one of them Vuvuzela horns. Oh, things. I hated it. I, I muted it. I muted my telly. I mean, I've got two tellies in it at the moment because the kids play on the Xbox on the other one. So last night I had Barcelona Real Madrid on that. Oh, there's another thing. Don't get me started on that. Did you see where they played that game yesterday? No. So it's the Copa del Rey, Barca Real Madrid. Now you can imagine being a Barcelona or Real Madrid fan. You want to actually, you know, see that in them games. They've moved it to the other side of the world, right, to play it over there. And all the directors are sat in these gold painted seats like the like the royalty. And I'm thinking to myself, that shows you how much money has been taken, how the working class sport has been taken by just by money and I watched that and then I watched obviously Chelsea v Spurs on the other one. But uh, yeah, the African nations now, I just have it on mute in the background. And honestly, I, I, you know, you could put on Question of Sport or something like that and it'd find it more entertaining or Countdown, it's that boring. It's absolutely crap. But anyway, back to Liverpool tonight because I know what I'm like with football. I can talk about anything. Yeah, uh, really, really, <laughs> really looking forward to tonight. It's a big game and hopefully we can get to Wembley because I've been, as I've told you before, Three times and lost three times. So yeah. I'm not going. If we get there this year, yeah. I'm you're not going. going. You're staying here with us. I'm staying um, here, yeah. Um, obviously, another big game as well, Sunday, Brentford. Um yeah, massive. We know, I mean, Brentford, I think the 
they got beat, I think, 4-1 or something the other day. I can't Southampton, exactly. yeah. Yeah, Southampton put them to bed, yeah. Yeah, um, but we know full well what, the, what they're capable of. They're a good side. They're a good footballing side. Um, obviously, they put three past us earlier in the season, so we should be right up for that. I think we, we need to sort of let them know who the real Liverpool are, to be honest with you. I think we owe them one. Oh, I think we'll put them to bed. But the key thing about that weekend is it's Manchester City. No, sorry, it's Chelsea against City. Is it Chelsea City or is it... Uh, no. I'm not sure. I know it's no, it is, yeah, it is. It is. It's uh, Chelsea against Manchester City this weekend. Is it? Yeah. So, uh, basically, Chelsea winning wouldn't be too bad in a way because it knocks Man City off there. But, yeah, it's Chelsea-Man City Saturday. That's So, it's, it's, it's a key weekend because, obviously, we've got uh, we've got Brentford. It's a Sunday we've got Brentford, isn't it? Yeah. So... I mean, we will know, you know, the result of that game on the Saturday by then. So, yeah, massive. Even a draw, Chelsea, Man City would be good. Yeah. Obviously, City kind of running away with it a little bit at the moment. Obviously, very still very catchable. It's still it's still doable. We've been in a worse situation, I think, last season when it looked like we weren't going to get Champions League football and we pulled that out the bag. So, we know we can, we can you know, play the underdogs, if you like. We know we can play this role and succeed. So, I'm not, I'm not conceding in the league. I've seen... Other fans I know it's ridiculous. Conceding the league at this stage, I think that's ridiculous. Um, it's going to be tough, yeah. But when have Liverpool ever done things easily? Well, well, I've just looked now. It's twelve thirty kickoff. Uh, Chelsea v Man City Saturday. So yeah, that's happening. So but what I'm saying is another thing. We've still got to go to the Etihad as well. We've still got to go to their ground. So, for example, look at it like this. What are we behind them at the moment? Is it eleven? I think so. Yeah. Right. So say they draw Saturday and we win. So it's down to nine. We then go to the Etihad. We beat them. It's down to six. I mean, they've still got... I mean, the Premier League is the most ruthless league in the world. They have still got to go to the West Ham United's away. They've still got to play Manchester United again. They've still got to play Tottenham again. They've still got to play, you know, Villa. They just signed Coutinho, Lucas Digne. You know, Villa Villa at home. Villa are going to be a side to keep an eye on in the next few months if they keep throwing the money they're doing, if they can pull players in like they're doing. So, I mean, to me, it's the Premier League. We're only halfway through a season and people are saying it's not catchable. The only reason they're 11 points clear is because they've played more games than us. If we get, we win the game against Brentford and then the Leeds game, a game in hand, it reduces it to even less. I mean, it's, come on, it's not over yeah. by a country mile. And Pep Guardiola knows that as well. Yeah, that's it. He'd, he'd never be stupid enough to think that he's already yeah. won the league. Yeah. He's too experienced. He's won too much to know. Yeah. That he's not he's not soft. Um so no, it's not over. We'll fight to we'll fight till the death. And yeah, whatever happens, happens. I think if we can even if we don't win the league, if we can get maybe the league cup and the FA Cup in and obviously finish league, second. I, I, I think the Champions League is a very even good Champions League, yeah. Inter looking starting to look good again, I think, in, in yeah. their league. But um then AC Milan atop and we absolutely destroyed Batted them, them. Yeah, at the yeah. San Siro. So that's what I mean, what Inter, is the quality Inter, of Inter that Milan? I think they drew Juventus yesterday, one all. The last mm. time I checked, I don't know if that was a no, it was um, Alexis Sanchez scored a last minute winner, didn't it? Did time. Oh, because I, I took it off my bets once it was 1 1. Uh, yeah, well, there you go then. So Sanchez scored, did it? Uh, so there you go. I mean, I look at it like this we, we're running out of time now because if Klopp does go in two years, two and a half years, we are running out of time. So what I'm saying by back him is. Just, just, just even if you have to break the bank on one side in FSG, just do it. You're going to get the money back anyway. We're a club that run very well. I mean, I, I read in the Telegraph the other day that we could spend two hundred, nearly two hundred million in this window if we wanted, and not even get into financial fair play trouble. Yeah. 
So the money's there. They've just sold a lot of their company, well, a bit of their company as well. LeBron James has bought a stake as well, hasn't it? So the money's there. They've also got the fact that, by the way, Anfield Road End's coming on summer. summer. It's going really great, that is. Yeah, it's going uh, quick, quick, Extra revenue will kick in in a couple of years' time as well, which will just, you know, the money's there. Just if Klopp wants, I mean, I don't know whether he wants. Erling Haaland, I think the numbers are too stupid. I mean, I mean, he would go above salary in terms of wages. So I can't see that happening. But, you know, I mean, we were after that Chiesa, but he's just broke down with a cruciate knee ligament injury. So I can't see that happening now. No. So, I mean, who is it? Who do we get? I think one name I've seen linked with us, because we could get him quite cheap this month, is uh, Dennis Zakaria. Yeah. From, uh, I think it's Mönchengladbach, is it? Mönchengladbach, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's decent. Yeah, he's, he's, decent. he's a good player for the, for the amount that's being quoted. Is it one of them where it's like, even if it, even if it doesn't work out, we sell him for a profit regardless? Yeah. Um, so I think that might be a way good to go, seven, eight million. I mean, th- these rumours going around at the moment, we're going to hit the release clause for that severe centre-back at place for France. I'm like, what the hell? 70 no. million? We don't need a centre-back. If any, we've got six. I-, I counted it this morning. Nat Phillips, Reese williams Canate, Van Dyke, Matip and uh, Nat Gomez. Phillips. Uh, Gomez, sorry, yeah. So six, yeah. I mean, f- that's ridiculous. No, and what that won't 70 million for a centre-back when we don't need a centre-back? So for me, it's... Replacing Origi because Origi will be going. I think he'll go in this window. I think he will go towards the end of the window because if FSE get a seven million pound offer with his contract, because he can he can actually sign for Italian clubs now in a pre-contract. Yeah. So if someone's seen Newcastle coming with a seven million pound offer, I think he'll go there. So uh, it, it, then again, we need another striker. But then again, you said yeah. like Gordon and, and this po- this Polish kid was raved about, but every time his his chance seems to be available, he gets injured. I know, yeah, it's a shame. And then you got like uh, James Balagizi as well, who's meant to yeah. be another great prospect. Yeah. Um, but I think where's that, if... where's that Wolfman play? Is he a striker, Wolfman? He isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he started. He's yeah, he's started, yeah, didn't that's he? That's what um, I mean. We've got the kids coming through, haven't we? We have, but I do think we, at least for the the rest of the season, if we do sell a Rigi, we need someone who's just ready Proven. to come in and start if we need be. Or come yeah. off the bench, I think. There's a lot of talk about this Blackburn fall forward at the moment. He's pulling trees up in the championship. I think he's going to go somewhere for 25, 30 million. Because he's banging the goals in. Uh, so, yeah, listen, at the end of the day, we were after this kid from Reading, apparently, a striker they've got. But I can't can't see that. It was That was rumoured in the summer. But at the end of the day, I look at it like this. Klopp knows. He doesn't panic. He said it again. I don't want to sign people just for six months. You know, I want them to be part of the long-term structure of Liverpool. So, people give FSG... The grief, but in my opinion, I think it's Klopp. I, I generally do think it's Klopp. I think if he doesn't get what he wants, as in that that player, he'll wait. He'll just wait. He won't spend money for the sake of just spending money. I don't believe that FSG have come out and said that he can't spend money because Klopp would say it. Is that honest and open? He'd say, look, yeah, exactly. I want to bring somebody in, but Unfortunately, the club had told me we're building this new stand. We've not got the money. He hasn't said that. He always says the same thing. The owners are great. They've always given me what I've wanted. And if I have to wait, I will wait. I will not waste money just for the sake of bringing somebody in. Because let's not forget, Marnie and Salah are only out for four weeks, right? And in that four-week period, we've got Brentford at home. We should beat them without them too anyway. I think we've got a couple more. I know we've got Chelsea this month, haven't we? Is it Chelsea? Or, um, no, we played. Sure, them, there was, we? Oh, no, was it, no, there was one really big fixture we had, wasn't there? I think, it, I, I think it was Chelsea, but yeah, yeah, sure, there was, it is. There was the agreement to so there was the agreement that they could go to the African Cup of Nations after the Chelsea game. So, yeah. we played them, didn't we? Drew two or 
Yeah, um, that's it. Yeah, that was Chelsea. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was that, wasn't it? So it's like, I mean, in, in the month of just this month alone, I mean, I've got it in front of me now, just on the fixtures whilst we're alive. Uh, obviously, we've got Brentford, then we've got Arsenal tonight. Sorry, Arsenal tonight, Brentford, then Arsenal again. And then we've got Palace, Cardiff. Palace and Cardiff. I mean, so we've basically got Brentford, Palace and Cardiff that we're missing. The three, the three uh, African Cup of Nations players. So I look at it like that. Come on. Is, is Klopp going to go and spend 60 million on somebody to come in just for a period of two weeks, three weeks? I mean, it's, it, you can see it like And as fans, it's a bit boring, but I can see why he does hold back because he's got faith in the players that he's got. And it, it, but it's the midfield we're short on. It's the yeah, midfield. Yeah. We have to bring in somebody, even on loan. If we can get somebody just to come in to the end of the season on loan, there's got to be someone. Yeah, it's it's. I agree with you about the Genie, midfield. Genie, Genie, Wijnaldum. Yeah, <laughs> that that'd be a fucking story, <laughs> well, wouldn't it? Well, um, he's unhappy at PSG. I mean, can we do, do a deal with them to have a two million loan fee or something to the end of the season? I mean, just something like that. Yeah, no, it's it's tough with the midfield. Obviously, I think we've we've got the quality there. It's just keeping them fit, Thiago. Yeah. everyone knows how good he is, but he can't stay fit. Keita, no. I think, is the same exactly the same boat. He when he's fit. And he gets a run of games. He's fantastic. Yeah. And then he gets injured and he's out for six weeks again. Yeah. Um, is the same now. He can't stay fit. Mm. So, so it's just it's, that. It's very tough at the minute. People are saying, oh, we've, we've got to stop relying on 36-year-old James Milner. But he's the only one who's always available. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? And, you know, it is age. He should be getting the injuries that these young lads are getting, but he doesn't because he keeps himself perfectly fit. Yeah. It's just one of them. But at the end of the day, I think January is always going to be a tricky month. But if we can come out of it in a, in a final at Wembley... Right, and taking them three games by the scruff of the neck, Palace will be a tricky one because Palace are playing well at the moment. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, but I do believe we'll get home. The home, I think we'll win the two, two other games. And, and I just think if we can come out of that, no injuries, please, no injuries at the Afcon for any of our players like Salah or Marnie, because like, playing on them pitches look like cowfields half <laughs> of them. So I'm worried about them twisting an ankle or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> but absolutely. it is what it is. So fingers crossed, we get to Wembley, and we also winning the games, come out of that and then with Marnie, Salah and everyone back, go all out on Man City. And when they come here, they got to come in now, we've got to go to their place, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. When we go to their place, go out and full pelt. That's it, that's all we can do. Yeah. Like I say, we'll we'll fight till the very end. We know yeah. that's what Liverpool will do. We know that's, that's what Jürgen Klopp will yeah. do. I've got faith in them. I know you've got faith in them. Let's just let the season play out as it is and yeah. um, we'll get the win tonight. Yeah, Batter, batter them because let's be batter honest. The gunners. Arsenal, so we can watch Arsenal this t- so we can watch Arsenal TV later laughing again. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's the only thing Arsenal go for these yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I'm looking forward to tonight's game. I think it's going to be a great game. Um, no doubt we'll get the win and then go to there next week. Yeah, finish the job, beat Brentford at the weekend, and then everything looks rosy again. Then that's yeah, it does yeah. That's the fickleness of football, isn't it? I suppose. Um, we, but we, I, could be, we could be Man United. I mean, Jesus, can you imagine being their fans at the moment, oh. having to watch that every week? So at the end of the day, I look at it like this. We keep thinking that we're in a bad place. We're not. Few wins this month. Wembley final. Still in the Champions League. Still in the FA Cup. Come on. This could be a great season. Yeah, you really could. You've summed yeah. it up perfectly there. And I think that's a, a great note to finish on, to be honest with you. I think yeah, thought it, might it sound. definitely could be worse. So, Neil, thanks for joining me, mate. Uh, it's been great. And we'll uh, be back with you again next Cheers, few man. days. Thanks, mate. Sports Social Podcast Network.